Thanks for tuning in to Talk FX, a podcast created for other Fragile X families to share their stories and experiences in the hopes of reaching more Fragile X families and creating more awareness of Fragile X syndrome. If you have never heard of Fragile X before, this podcast is for you. So with that in mind, let's jump right in to this week's episode of Talk FX. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Talk FX. I hope that you guys had a uh, great Labor Day weekend. Um, these shorter weeks always seem to throw me off a bit. Um, like, you know, today as I'm recording this, um, it's Thursday, but all day I was just thinking it was Wednesday and it just uh, throws off my sense of time a lot. I don't know if you guys have felt the same way, but, um, while the extra day off is, is certainly nice, um, it can be hard to kind of, uh, adjust to the one less day of the week. (laughs) Um, but I had a great Labor Day weekend. My husband and I went to the fair, um, in Monroe, the Evergreen State Fair, and um, it was fun, just the perfect uh, day weather-wise, and um, it wasn't super crowded, um, but it was it was a lot of fun, and you know, I'm only 28 years old, well, almost 28, <laughs> and um, I realized after this particular year going to the fair that rides just don't sound fun to me anymore. (laughs) I feel like everyone kind of comes to that realization at a different age. Um, But for me, it like just hit me this year of like, wow, like rides don't even sound fun anymore. I'd rather just go walk around and look at all the different, you know, booths and Um, even just the games that they, you know, have there. Um, I just had no desire to uh, go on the rides. And uh, it's so funny because I thought about how, you know, when I was younger, you know, even high school years, um, and I'd go with my family, I would just beg them to let me go on rides because I thought that everything else was super boring. And (laughs) now I'm just the complete opposite. And it's just so funny. Um, But it was fun. I actually did go on, I think, like, two rides, because honestly, I just, oddly enough, I just wanted the um, breeze, you know, so I just went on some rides that just go around in circles and kind of give you that nice breeze. So (laughs) that's really the only reason why I went on uh, a few rides. (laughs) But overall, it was fun. Um, You know, while I was there, it was interesting because um, the second ride that I went on with a friend of mine, um, a few uh, seats in front of us on this ride, because it's, you know, two two people per seat, um, there was a mom and uh, her son who, um, you know, had a uh, developmental delay of some sort. 
I don't really like, you know, making any assumptions or anything like that. So um, I just, you know, prefer to say, you know, developmental delay of some sort um, because I don't really, I just find myself in, you know, um, just feeling odd for just thinking that, you know, I just automatically know an individual's diagnosis just, you know, from observing them. And I don't, I don't know. I've just not, I've always tried to just not do that. Um, but anyways, um, I watched him and it was, and it was interesting because, um, he was nervous to get on the ride. Mostly I think because of the noise level of the ride, because there was music playing, um, at this particular ride and it was rather loud. So, um, he, you know, was covering his ears with his hands and, um, his mom was just sort of, um, putting her hands on top of his ears as well, just, I think, to try and, uh, comfort him. But I was interested, honestly, to see, you know, how he would do once the ride started moving. It was a pretty, um, uh, simplistic ride in the sense of it just kind of goes around in a circle at, a certain speed, like it's not too fast, but it's also not slow. And um, I was just curious to see how he would do because um, my cousin Nathan, you know, who has fragile X syndrome, he tends to have a ton of fun on rides and it's a sensory thing for him. Um, he doesn't mind it. He likes, you know, to spin. He likes to um, you know, just kind of mimic the other sounds that are going on, um, around him. So like if a child is, um, screaming, he'll just scream even though he's not really scared, but, um, he really likes rides for the most part. Um, I think just, you know, various heights, he might be more, um, hesitant to go on, but for the most part, he just, loves rides. So I was curious to see how this boy would do. He was um, the same height as my cousin. Um, he seemed like he was around the same age as well. Um, but once the ride started moving, um, the boy, you know, he kept his his hands on his ears and uh, but he was smiling. And it was so interesting because, I think he liked the motion uh, of it and that, you know, sensory input, but he did not like the music because it was too loud. So it was hard for him to fully enjoy the ride um, because while, you know, he's okay with that movement and how it feels, um, the sound, you know, bothered him enough that he wasn't able to, you know, fully enjoy the ride. Um, I also wondered how, you know, he would feel with being strapped down um, because it was one of those rides where, you know, there's a rather long bar in front of you to kind of keep you um, secure and um, he seemed to be okay with that. And the mom um, that was, you know, sitting with him in the ride the whole time, um, she was just so comforting to him. She was, you know, like I said a, a minute ago, she had his, uh, or her, uh, hands, 
uh, on his ears, just kind of, you know, comforting him and kind of giving him a squeeze. Um, and I think that, you know, that really helped him get through the ride. Um, but once the ride was over, he was definitely ready to get off. Um, and then, uh, after that, I saw him a couple of minutes later. Uh, his mom was having him uh, try out one of the uh, like interactive. I don't want to call it a, like a haunted house. I don't. It's not a haunted house, but they typically have those like fun houses at the fair that you can just walk through, and maybe there's like some mirrors or. Uh, maybe like a tube you walk through. I, I I don't know if some of you know what I'm talking about, but um, it's pretty interactive and, and it can be um, an interesting sensory environment for, um, you know, someone with developmental uh, delays. So I kind of watched him from afar um, and his mom, you know, was encouraging him to uh, go through the, you know, fun house, uh, ordeal. And he was just not having it. Um, he did not like, you know, the tunnel. He didn't like, um, uh, like needing to go up the stairs cause there was like some stairs in that fun house too. And, um, it was interesting to see the difference between his comfortability going on a, you know, ride, which is certainly more, um, it's a more open concept as far as, um, you know, he's not, um, walking through the, the fun house where there's lots of kids and, and it can get sort of, um, squished, you know, depending on how many people they let in at a time. Um, but yeah, it was just very interesting. But honestly, the reason why I bring this uh, up is because I just thought it was so cool that uh, a parent, you know, uh, with a special needs child um, took their took their child to the fair um, and was just really trying to uh, encourage them to expand their comfort zone. And she didn't push him. Uh, or, you know, make him do anything that, you know, he clearly expressed that he didn't want to do. She just tried. She simply tried. And I just thought that that was so encouraging and so cool to see. I'm, I've had so many conversations with um, families about, you know, how they try to take their kids to different environments, um, whether it's a fair or like, you know, some sort of fun center or, um, uh, something like that and just kind of see how they do because honestly, you, you never know until you go really. Um, and I had this conversation recently with an, um, a fragile X mom and, um, she was just talking about how, you know, we just, we go to these events or these places that they've never been before because how are we going to know um, how they react or what they do and don't care for if we don't try? Um, and also, you know, as a parent, I think it helps with just identifying um, what, you know, your child needs support in as far as maybe it's sensory related or, um, uh, you know, that change in their, in their schedule or change in experience or environment, you know, there's so many factors that 
have to be planned for. And so this mom, I just really give her lots of props because, um, you know, like I said, she wasn't forcing him to go anywhere or do anything, you know, that he didn't want to do, but she, she tried, she introduced it and, um, it was just so encouraging. So I wanted to share that experience, um, because I think it's important to share. And honestly, I don't see too many, um, you know, special needs, uh, children at fairs, um, or events related to that, um, and it was just really cool to see. So, um, I hope that that was an encouragement to you guys. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just wanted to share. I know that every family has their different struggles as far as what environments, uh, their children can be in or, or what they're comfortable with. So, um, it definitely looks different for everyone. You know, there's some families that, can't go to Costco because, you know, it's just too busy for their child, too noisy, um, or too crowded, um, which I agree with. I don't really like Costco for that reason either. So (laughs) I always try to go like when I know it's not going to be busy, whether that's while everyone's at work or, you know, whatever. So, um, I can certainly understand that one, but, um, Yeah, I hope that um, just sharing that experience was an encouragement to you guys or maybe just um, an opportunity to think about places that um, you can take your child to just encourage them, see how they do and um, that kind of a thing. So yeah, um, this episode's just kind of all about updates on, you know, just life and um, obviously my experience at the fair. Um, something that I have been going back and forth on um, of talking to you about is um, a decision that um, my husband and I um, recently made. Um, it's just, like I said, I've been. <laughs> I've been going back and forth whether to share it, but um, the more that I've had experience doing this podcast, the more encouraged I've truly been to share these more vulnerable um, moments. Uh, so recently, my um, my husband and I made the decision to start family planning um, because you know, it's really important to me to at least, you know, have our first child before I'm 30. Um, That is a preference of mine, uh, just, you know, health-wise and things like that. Um, And plus, you know, I just really, um, uh, it's always been sort of a um, dream of mine to be able to have children young. I just want to be able to you know, keep up with my kids and (laughs) all of those things. But um, it's honestly been a really, uh, I don't want to say terrifying process because I feel like that's too strong of a word, but it has been um, challenging to find peace in, um, just peace in the journey and just being okay with, you know, um, 
whatever happens because, you know, as all of you know, I am a carrier of Fragile X and my husband and I made the decision that we were not going to do anything to, you know, avoid having a child with Fragile X because we just uh, feel comfortable either way. Um, but, you know, it it doesn't really eliminate the um, anxiousness or really anxiety of the unknown of, of what the result will be um, and how to prepare for that. It, it's really been challenging. Um, so they're just constant conversations between my husband and I. And this is just, you know, the reality of being a carrier fragile X. Um, and I've definitely accepted that. Um, and I'm so excited to have children either way. Um, but certainly the journey of, you know, becoming pregnant and, and wondering, you know, are they going to be affected by Fragile X or not, um, is definitely, you know, nerve wracking. And I'm sure so many of you listening can relate. And honestly, that's what makes me encouraged to share these things because I know that so many of you have great wisdom to share or, or, you know, just experiences of your own. So I really hope that, um, me sharing my experience is encouraging too. Um, but yeah, it, it's been real. It feels more real. You know, I've talked in previous episodes about this aspect of my life and, and it coming up, but now that it's here, (laughs) now that I'm, you know, my husband are actively, you know, family planning and trying, um, to, uh, conceive and everything. Um, it has been, um, crazy. So I, I'm really just focusing on the now and knowing that, um, as long as I am keeping myself healthy, taking the time to just, um, do what I need to do. And just my husband and I just always being on the same page each day regarding this, um, is, is I know what I need to do. Um, so yeah, that's just kind of a little bit of a life update. Um, and you know, I am also at the same time, I'm feeling grateful that I was able to know about this diagnosis, um, at a young age. I really am. Um, I know that not everyone had that, uh, that opportunity to find out about their diagnosis at a young age and just the opportunity to um, process the information, process, you know, the decision that's right for you um, as far as family planning. And um, I'm just, I am grateful that I have had um, the, the years and the time to really educate myself on Fragile X for one thing, but also to educate myself on my options and just really what it means to be a carrier and, you know, going through it with family and their support. Um, it just really means a lot. And, and I am grateful and, and certainly don't take that for granted. Um, and it's just been so cool to be able to, um, uh, gain, you know, that same sort of understanding, uh, and perspective from others in the Fragile X community. So, um, yeah, so, um, I, I think that, uh, it can be stressful if, if we allow ourselves to think about, 
um, the possibilities too much. So I've just been trying to keep a content uh, state of mind. And I will tell you that it's much harder than um, it's much easier said than done. (laughs) Um, but you know, it's a, it's a daily, um, it's, it's a daily journey. It, it really is. So, um, but overall my husband and I are excited about, you know, um, whenever the Lord, you know, gives us children, whenever that ends up being, um, we don't know how long it's going to take and, and that can be nerve wracking too, um, but again, we're just finding peace in the journey and, um, uh, that we know that that's really all we can do. Um, so I just wanted to kind of share these life updates, um, because I think that they're important to share. Um, and I hope that it's been an encouragement to you. Um, maybe I'll share, you know, uh, more extensively in another, uh, episode. Um, I'm just kind of taking it, uh, one thing at a time. So, um, thank you guys, uh, for listening. You know, um, if you have any perspectives or, you know, wisdom to share regarding, um, just this, this journey, um, I would certainly appreciate hearing from you. Um, that would just be really cool. I love hearing from you guys uh, in the Fragile X community and just your experiences and your stories. So um, definitely reach out if that's something that you would like to do. So um, yeah, that's it for today. Um, I hope everyone has a great rest of their week and I will be back soon.